Welcome to Pocket Fiction by Steve Cook. Matroshka, Part 1 Leonard heard the door open behind him, the rustle as his assistant picked her way across the paper-strewn floor. Professor? He kept his eyes on the object on his desk, not even daring to look away in case it blinked out of existence the way it had blinked in. Margaret, come here, he said. Look at this. Ah, it's a pigsty in here. What's all this paper doing on the floor? She stood next to him, looking at the thing on the desk, her lab coat moving into his peripheral vision. Oh, that's nice. A Matroshka doll. Is it yours? No. Leonard sat back, finally looking away from the large wooden doll. No, it's not mine. I've never seen it before in my life, and honestly, I wanted to wait until I knew someone else could see it. For a minute there, I thought I was going crazy. Margaret gave him a look. I think the same about you, almost daily. Then she frowned, squinting at him. What's wrong? Like I said, the doll just appeared on my desk, literally appeared. He looked behind to where the slew of paper covered the floor, each piece covered in handwritten notes. I was sat here working. One of my PhD students has handed in a thesis, but it's, it's not great. Anyway... Suddenly I heard the sound of all this paper hitting the ground. I checked some of it. It's it's my handwriting on the pages, but I don't remember writing any of them. And then I looked up and it was just there. He paused. Though, thank you for remembering what they're called. It's been bugging me since it arrived. They both watched the Matroshka for a moment. About the size of a rugby ball. It was made of smooth, light-coloured wood. A clear varnish had been applied to it and the harsh electric light reflected off the curved surface in warped lines. Are you feeling okay, Leonard? Yes, that's the thing. See, at first I thought I was probably hallucinating, or that I'd had a stroke or something. God forbid. But I feel fine. And you've been just outside the whole time, so unless there's a ninja hidden under my desk. He tailed off, and then as one they bent to look under the desk. A pair of well-worn football boots sat next to the waste paper bin and a small box that had a piece of tinsel spilling out from under its lid. Margaret clipped his shoulder with her hand. Oh, you're on a wind-up, Leonard. But he watched as her grin faded as she stared into his eyes. You're serious, aren't you? Serious as serious gets. Things don't just turn up, Margaret said. That's for magic stories. Or science fiction. Leonard leaned forward, hand outstretched, reaching for the Matroshka. Well, only one way to solve this mystery. Quicker than he'd ever seen her move, Margaret's hand was on his, pulling his arm away. Professor, no! What if it's a... a bomb? Margaret! Leonard snatched his hand away from hers. Come on now. Who'd want to bomb us? It's Imperial College, not the Houses of Parliament. We're hardly a threat. He took a slow breath, trying not to notice that he was trembling. Besides, aren't you a little curious? She frowned, but didn't protest when he moved forward again. For a moment, Leonard's fingers hovered over the surface of the Matroshka. A dozen scenarios flew through his mind in the time it took to close the distance. 
What if it was a bomb? What if it disappeared? A hologram? A product of his fevered mind? Or something stranger? His hands closed over it. Wood, machined or carved, sanded to a smooth perfection. Carefully he picked it up off the desk, almost dropping it in the process. It's light, he murmured. Feels like it might be empty, almost. What a shame. He put it in his lap and clutched the bottom half between his thighs, twisting the top off as he did so. Inside was another, slightly smaller doll. Oh, look at that, Margaret said as Leonard lifted it out. This one is painted. She leaned on the back of his chair for a better view. He laid the empty shell to one side and turned the second layer around in his hands. The paint was finely detailed, a pair of brown shoes at the bottom disappearing into dark trousers that led up to a maroon jumper over a shirt unbuttoned at the collar. Hair that had already started greying despite the man's youth surrounded a face that seemed lined before its time. Or perhaps, Leonard thought, looking into the painted eyes, perhaps I'm just getting old. Why, it... it looks... it looks like you, Margaret said, a note of fear entering her voice. That's just what you're wearing, and, and look! She reached over his shoulder and tapped at the hips of the doll, where the wood bulged out into the classic shape. It's holding a little wooden Matroshka doll, Leonard said. He looked at her, seeing the same fear mirrored on her face. Who would do something like this? It's beyond creepy. What's in the next layer? Leonard spread his hand as wide as it would go, and was just able to grasp the flared base. With the other, he wiggled the top of the doll free, carefully laying the painted wood to one side. The next layer was blank. Oh, thank God, Margaret said. I don't know what I would have done if it had been me on the next layer. Leonard turned the doll over in his hands. This layer was made of wood as well, darker than the previous two, but still bigger than any he'd seen before. There were no maker's marks on the smooth surface, no distinguishing features at all. He placed it on the desk, then checked the two empty layers. Nothing, he said, putting them down. Nothing to say who might have made it, or why I've got it. Nothing else for it, I'll just have to keep going. Leonard reached for the doll, and as his fingers closed around it, a knock sounded at the door. Come in! The door swung open to reveal a tall man, paunchy stomach protruding over his belt. He was holding a box file and a mug of coffee. The mug had World's Best Boss printed on it, though someone had long ago scratched off most of the word best. Ross, Leonard said. Leonard! I was wondering if... The man looked up, noticing the scene for the first time. Uh, that is, if you're not busy, are you? Leonard looked at Margaret, who shrugged. Actually, Ross, he said, I wonder if you know anything about this. Looks like one of those little things. Russian doll. Mattress something or other, Ross said, stepping into the office and letting the door swing shut. Why? Matroshka. It appeared on my desk. Literally appeared. One minute, not there. Next minute, there. And check this out. Leonard handed Ross the painted layer. This is a pretty good likeness, Ross said, passing it back. What's in the middle? Well, that's just it. This is as far as I've gotten, Leonard said. Then you came in. He shrugged and gripped the doll hard. Can't hurt. The next layer came off easily, and the one after that, and the next. 
Each one was made of darker wood than the last, thinner but somehow sturdier as well. There's a lot of work gone into this, whoever it is, Ross said. These things aren't cheap, and to make one of this size is impressive. He grabbed the back of a chair and pulled it over, placing the box file and the mug down on a side table. My grandmother had one of these, a nativity scene, Joseph on the outside, then Mary and the wise men, and right in the centre a little baby Jesus. She always used to say that whatever's in the centre is inside us, like a metaphor. Ross shrugged. I always used to laugh at how fat Mary was compared to the wise men. Leonard looked nervously at the painted layer, sitting on the table to one side, then back at the matroshka. What do you think's in the middle of this one? Only one way to find out. If you've enjoyed this week's story, please consider writing a review on iTunes. They really do help. And if you'd like to hear more Pocket Fiction, you can find it all on iTunes or at stevecookfiction.com. <laughs>